Bibles to John chapter 2. It's the last three verses in John chapter 2, verses 23 through 25. God's word says this. Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. But Jesus on his part did not entrust himself to them because he knew all people and needed no one to bear witness about man, for he himself knew what was in man. Please be seated. And Lord, we pray, with your Holy Spirit helping us, help us to interact on an intellectual level, but on a spiritual, personal level with your word today. Thank you for your blessing on the reading of your word and the preaching of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, it seems like I can't turn on the TV or go on the internet or walk in the store or read my emails without one word just predominantly uh, uh, coming into my life these days. Um, That word is pride. A lot of talk about pride these days. Got an email from somebody, and I cannot wait to follow through and talk with him. Hope for a a, a friendship with a young man. And sent me an email today. It was a form letter to a lot of people. And he signed it, Happy Pride. And I said, there's that word again, pride. Um, Pride. And I know in our context, in our world today, it's more people talking about what they like to do sexually. Um, But... I've been thinking about pride, boy, it's such a prominent topic in the Bible. And you would think, boy, I would like to have people talk about pride. Pride goes before a fall. Pride is what casts Satan out of heaven. And I said, uh, just separating the sexual connotations in our world from it, but just what do Christians need to know and think about when we think about pride? What does the Bible say about pride? Um, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. That's in Proverbs. Let the lying lips be mute, which speak insolently against the righteous in pride and contempt. Love the Lord, all you his saints. The Lord preserves the faithful, but abundantly repays the one who acts in pride. For the sin of their mouths, the word of their lips... Let them be trapped in their pride. The fear of the Lord is hatred of evil. Pride and arrogance in the way of evil and perverted speech I hate, says the writer of Proverbs. Everyone who is arrogant in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Be assured he will not go unpunished. One's pride will bring him low, but he who is lowly in spirit will obtain honor. The haughty looks of man shall be brought low, and the lofty pride of men shall be humbled, and the Lord alone will be exalted in that day. It's Isaiah. I will punish the world for its evil and the wicked for their iniquity. I will put an end to the pomp of the arrogant and lay low the pompous pride of the ruthless. We have heard of the pride of Moab, how proud he is, of his arrogance, his pride, and his insolence. In his idle boasting, he is not right. Way back in Genesis, a man said, 
Ada and Zillah, hear my voice. You wives of Lamech, listen to what I say. I've killed a man for wounding me, a young man for striking me. If Cain's revenge is sevenfold, then Lamech's is seventy-sevenfold. And the pride and boasting in his sin and how his sin was even greater than Cain's. Jeremiah, but if you will not listen, my soul will weep in secret for your pride. My eyes will weep bitterly and run down with tears because the Lord's flock has been taken captive. Ezekiel again. Behold, this was the guilt of your sister Sodom. She and her daughters had pride, excess of food, and prosperous ease, but did not aid the poor and needy. Daniel. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the king of heaven, for all his works are right and his ways are just, and those who walk in pride he is able to humble. Hosea, the pride of Israel testifies to his face, yet they do not return to the Lord their God, nor seek him for all this. Zechariah, this shall be their lot in return for their pride, because they taunted and boasted against the people of the Lord of hosts. 2 Timothy 3, For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy. 1 Peter, Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another, for God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. 1 John, For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. Luke, and he said to them, "You You are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your hearts. For what is exalted among men is an abomination in the sight of God. 2 Corinthians, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Micah, he has told you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justice, and to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. James, humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. And we just want to say, uh, you keep using that word. You keep using that word. But I do not think it means what you think it means. It's not inconceivable that sometimes the world can get it wrong. And we as Christians have to look at the Bible and say, what does it say? And how do we, how do we understand God, an all-seeing, an all-knowing God who discerns the thoughts and motives of our hearts? Our world today isn't different than the world of the Bible because this technically is still the world of the Bible. We hear many people brag about their sins and their sinfulness and even brag about taking pride in their pride. What does the Bible say? God sees and God knows. God is interested and God responds. God opposes and God gives help. God condemns and God forgives through Jesus Christ.
there is no sin, no sin that once repented of cannot be forgiven by God. Even the wicked sin of pride that so many of us have and continue to fight in our arrogance is in the category of forgivable. So when you hear pride, 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 here's what you do with it. You check your own heart and your own attitude in general. Are you walking humbly with your God? After you get rid of false messages, maybe you take a break from it. Maybe that means changing channels or switching websites or turning off your electronic device for a while or walking outside, uh, getting rid of the noise and whatever you do. Make it a matter for prayer. I absolutely loved and had not been familiar that I know of this verse in Ezekiel where, uh, or in Jeremiah, where the prophet said, but if you will not listen, my soul will weep in secret for your pride. My eyes will weep bitterly and run down with tears because the Lord's flock has been taken captive. Make that your response after you weep for yourself and, and confess your own sin. Understand Jesus wept and Jesus went to the cross for the sin of pride in the people he came to save. And everyone who's been saved by Jesus has been forgiven of their prideful arrogance because Jesus paid the price on the cross for that. So we see a text where Jesus, this is such an obscure text in the middle of John. Like I say, it's an obscure text because I went to do the children's bulletins and they didn't.